Okay, so for a while I felt like being the president of the U.S. would be too much work. But then I realized I have nothing to do. So now I feel like it again. So once I'm elected in 2024, here will be our new laws. Number one, if you take a pic of me and I look bad, you have to spend four days in jail. That's the bottom line. It's like a DJ name. <laughs> Little Miss Siri. D- DJs is welcome to the stage. DJ Little Miss Siri. Okay, I think we're going. Amazing. Am I going? Yeah, good. Great. Love it. Okay, here we go. All right. Yay. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. Today's a very special day. Today's maybe the most special day in Thought Topics history. I would say that as well. I would say that this is kind of like a full circle moment for us. This has been coming for a really long time and this is one of those moments where you know you go from talking about the girls from talking to the girls with the girls (laughs) exactly (laughs) and you know that's a really big leap but i don't think that up to this point we've really done it yeah not at this level no not at this level right exactly yeah so (laughs) i'm very very pleased to welcome an astronomically special guest one Mm -hmm. of the most special guests in history Welcome, Little Miss Slater. How are you? Hello. Hi, I'm so good. How are you guys? Oh my God. I'm so good. I anxiously slammed a shamrock shake on the way over here because <laughs> I needed to ground my stomach to speak to you. <laughs> yes. Oh I'm sipping God. on mine. I'm, I'm coasting. I'm, I'm this is a marathon. I'm obsessed. I, I love those. I used to like, oh. oh my God, I would like drink those like it was nobody's business. Once upon a exactly. time. Yes. I look forward to it every year. Yes. And I crave them so much throughout the year and the years that they're not, in the months they're not available. Yeah. And then finally, once they become available, I get them too much and hate them. Literally, oh, my yeah. sweet tooth <laughs> through the summer. <laughs> yeah. My the sweet tooth is so menthe. visceral. Yeah, exactly. The creme de menthe. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and now great. since they got rid of all the all the fun jewel flavors, I'm down to just mint all the time anyway. So it's a little bit of overload for me, to be honest. Oh, exactly. man. Oh, my God. Brutal. <laughs> anyway, how how are things going in your neck of the woods? What's up? What are you doing? Things are going good. I am just like finishing my album, getting ready for tour and stuff. Um, Love I'm it. A, like taking this tour so seriously. I'm like training right now and like getting all of, like the outfits together and. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's coming up, like, every day that I wake up, it's, like, kind of anxiety. It's like, oh, God, like, we're a day closer. <laughs> like, fuck, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because when does everything officially kick off? Because I know it's, like, mostly summer. And yeah, I know we have, like, yeah, we, we moved all the European dates, so it's, like, May, May, the beginning of May is basically the beginning of U.S. tour. It starts in L.A., and then June and July is when I'm, like, over in Europe. And then we're, like, adding, like, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. We're, like, adding more dates, like, other places, too. So I feel like it's just, like, a lot. Like, I'm going to be gone for, like, months. And I'm, like, oh, yeah. but I need to, I don't know. I need to get it together. 
<laughs> yeah, May is going to sneak up a lot faster than we think, I think. Yeah, it's We've already had, March. Yeah, exactly. We had like really weird, bizarre 50 degree weather here, like days here recently. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel extremely disturbed for the monster I'm going to become in about two months. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> it's going to unlock a part of my psyche that's not going to be pleasant to be around. Listen, the Chicago mandate, the mask mandate is done on Monday. It's over. Oh, so really? give me 48 hours. Yeah. It's already Wait, over. How here. is it in LA? I think it's over, but everyone still wears them so I, I feel like a jackass like not wearing it but I'm also like I hate uh it like really uh, like yeah it really has fucked with me and like obviously I've never been like one to be like like ah like anti-mask but I also find it really annoying when people are like <laughs> wear your mask I'm like okay like relax we're yeah, outside exactly. like it's really not a big deal like I'm walking down the sidewalk like don't outdoors don't. yeah yeah we're, we're in god's air yeah I'd say. <laughs> we're in god's yeah. air but that's the thing is in, L- in LA like I don't know what the like the culture with people is just very like I don't know. It's very frozen yogurt. Yeah. Monkey you know. see, monkey do also. Like, I feel like everyone kind <laughs> yeah. of just, like, does what everyone is doing around them. So, like, if you see yeah. one mm-hmm. influencer being like, if you're not wearing two masks on your walk in the morning, you are a piece of shit. Then, like, everyone's yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the second the two mask thing was, like, a thing, I thought someone was joking. The second yeah. that someone <laughs> suggested legitimately to me in person to my face that I should wear two I was like, I laughed. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm going to kill you right here. Yeah. Yeah. Don't oh fuck God. it. Thank God for HRH collection. Because if she wasn't, oh, she, if she wasn't riding for the girls. Yeah. If she wasn't the voice of our generation. Exactly. She's who knows where Ellie so would be. She's much like realized like, you know what? No, like I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. You could be a psychotic, crazy person and a millionaire. Right. Yeah. If you're like screaming like a schizoid down the street, at least like there's someone doing it harder. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Someone's out there really coming for blood, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, what were we just talking about? Oh, yeah. At the, mm-hmm. This was something that happened to me today at the gym. Yes. Because because I've been going to the gym. I don't know if I mentioned it enough last episode, Ooh. but I've really been going a lot. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> we went to... I we were, Obviously, it's getting walked back fully in about two days here. Yes. And someone literally the whole time, across the room from me, dead mm-hmm. room, because yeah. it's weekend gym, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at me over and over because I have the mask kind of like under my nose because yeah. I'm a little fat girl, you know, I got to breathe. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like, <laughs> and he like came up to me afterward and he's like, I know that we're almost done, but we're not done yet. Oh, I was like, that? Don't get the fuck away from me. Those are the most, tr- those are the truest fighting words anyone could ever say. When, when someone takes that particular tone with me, like I'm a kindergartner. Yeah. It brings out a really, really dark part well, of my not soul. Only that, but just like the people have such like audacity to speak to strangers about anything. Like if I saw someone doing something yes. like oh my god, like maybe it's social anxiety, but like yeah. I keep to my damn self, like no matter Literally. where I am. I cannot Literally. imagine going up to someone and being like, excuse me. Excuse me. Oh my god. Yeah, right. I was like, like, I've been on like CTA trains before where someone is like taking a shit. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Or like like, spitting in someone's bag. Yeah. Right. I'm like, excuse me, we're in a pandemic. Can you not shit on here? That's what's insane about Chicago specifically is people have that tone all the time with other people. But on the CTA, that tone goes away. I'm like, why don't you tell the homeless person that's I could be at fucking gunpoint and they wouldn't say shit. Exactly. Baby, <laughs> they were like, "You should wear your mask." Yeah, exactly. The the Wild West that is the blue line at this point. Yes, far more danger to my lifestyle than a mask. The or o- COVID. The Jesus o- Christ. The other day, I was in the the Jackson Transfer Tunnel, the, the red to blue, notorious worst place to be. Literally, in it's like the tunnel from Irreversible. Oh it's God. just a, a sexual assault waiting to happen. And what someone did is they kept spitting near my shoes, spitting, spitting yeah, like at your heels. I moved away. 
And then they followed me, <laughs> spitting near my shoes. And at that point, what do you do? What do you do? Wear my mask. Wear my mask, baby. Exactly. <laughs> I wear my mask and then I take it off and dab off my little shoes. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> like a handkerchief. Yeah, I'll never leave home without my little rag that mm-hmm. I put right back on my face. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're here with an icon, a legend, a mm-hmm. gorgeous, gorgeous girl, mm-hmm. Slater, who is probably like one of the like most seminal figures, I think, in the Thought Topics universe. Because... Yes. The very, like, one of the very first episodes we ever had, we talked about you mm-hmm. when we were, like, living in our shitty basement apartment, like, f- like doing this for th- three people. <laughs> yes, like, almost two years at this point. Yeah, and yeah. around the time that we started was, like, we'd just seen you on the mini tour, because when you came to Chicago, we saw you there, and then we went yes. to St. Louis to see you again. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know you came to bo- uh, two mini tour shows. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was that fucking serious. We were like, road trip, bitch. Yeah, road trip. <laughs> Let's go. I love and that Yeah, and like right around that time, it was like, just, like the mixtape had just come out. So it was like that summer, I feel like was all about that mixtape. Like I constantly, mm-hmm. like every horrible house party and pregame we ever had mm-hmm. was like constantly soundtracked by that. Oh Candy was yeah. my number one most listened to song of 2019. I remember the day. I remember I was about to get in the shower. I used SoundCloud because I had like I had such a bad EDM phase, so I still use SoundCloud for a lot of my shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember it came up on my feed. It was dial tone, and it had a couple hundred plays. And I was like, uh-huh. okay, like I'm gonna listen to it in the shower. I think I told you immediately. You I was literally like, like, it was like a phone call. <laughs> yes, I was like, you need to listen to the song because it is exactly what we wished pop yeah. music sounded like right now exactly and it was when dalton had only had a couple hundred listens on soundcloud uh-huh. when i found it exactly yeah and it was right around that time i think that like we were coming off of a really really miserable couple of years of pop music too <laughs> yeah <laughs> where it was like mm-hmm. the reign of kind of the megan trainerfication of music and it was just the kind of freshness i think mm-hmm. that it still is like something that people are struggling to like tap into and like recreate and whatever. Right. So to be joined by, I think probably the most talented and most exciting and coolest (laughs) figure of this current generation of like, pop stars incumbent oh my god mm-hmm. it's just very fucking cool <laughs> it's just you. cool and i have to get the initial fangirling out of the way because this is truly a full circle moment for us mm-hmm. it really is oh my gosh wow wow well thank you that is so like complimentary and nice i feel like i'm just doing <laughs> doing my little thing and like reading all of like, yeah. the comments online of people that are like kill yourself so i'm always like thank you oh if someone likes right. you, that is so sweet yeah. thank you exactly yeah mm-hmm. whenever people try to come at you on the pop heads subreddit i'm all up in there writing for your honor oh my god <laughs> <Writing>. <laughs> that's so funny so fucking stupid but you. yeah um, off off mics uh slater showered us in praise so just yes. so everyone knows exactly. it's a mutual relationship <laughs> yeah i know i literally you guys are so funny i feel like even just talking to you and hearing your voices like the voices i hear when i'm like doing my makeup in the morning like this is like crazy <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah another full circle the best friend simulator it's <laughs> yeah. funny yeah. well i feel like that's what people like about podcasts it's like it feels like you're hanging out with people but like now i'm actually talking to you like we're actually like 
hanging out. It's so weird. Yeah. It is very <laughs> weird. And like it's funny too, like when we've gone other on other people's shows mm-hmm. that we've like only kind of like been in Twitter communicating with and whatever, it's very fucking weird to see someone's face moving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like doing this. It's like too close for comfort, like weirdly uncanny and yes. bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But very hopefully true. this is a more pleasant experience. No, this is very <laughs> pleasant. You guys are in a very well lit room. Actually the video is frozen, but um I can hear I you. I looked fine. at that. I was yeah. like, I could totally Oh I we s- are. All right. What the hell? Hold on, stop video and come back. And Let it rain back. and air it out. Yeah. <laughs> this is Xfinity's fault. Do you have Xfinity? I don't have Xfinity, baby. I got RCN. What is that? I have no clue. What the, the fuck? Someone came, oh, here we go. There. Are there we go. good? We're back. Okay. They came knocking on my door and they said, We will give you amazing internet for a fraction of the price. I said, Tell me more. <laughs> is that and, how I, and I invited him into my apartment. <laughs> Girl, I don't know what internet you have. That I was really bored that day. How you get robbed? Like that's very scary. Yeah, Yeah. or it's how I get railed. (laughs) Oh yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) By Larry, the The RCN rep. No, you literally like literally Larry the cable guy. That's pretty funny. Quite literally, Larry the cable guy. But baby, I don't have cable. (laughs) (laughs) No one does have cable anymore. Who has cable? Mm -mm. I feel like my mom doesn't even have cable. No. Like, it's yeah. not even really, like, an our parents' generation thing. Like, people are just very... Are, who needs live TV? Yeah, like, I don't. Scroll. My mom came to visit, um, like, a week ago, and she was like, do you have the Today Show? And I was like, no. Why would I have you were that? Like, do I have the what? The Today <laughs> Show. Like, she literally <laughs> meant, like, like, some Good Morning America, like, early morning, like, shit. And I was like, no, I, I don't have that. I have Netflix. Like, entertain yourself with that. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, you were like, bitch, yeah. next time you, br- you better bring over that VCR, because I'm not entertaining <laughs> that shit over here. Yeah, I didn't even watch the Super Bowl. Hell. Oh, no. no. My dad was like, are you watching the halftime show? I was like, do you think I'm watching the halftime show? Because <laughs> I am. Because yeah, I am. Because oh, of Mary J. Blige. I, I, I missed it. I was on a flight home from New York. Act, absolutely, uh-huh. like, fighting for my life. Like, with the worst four-day hangover I've ever had in my life. Um, I got it all. Yeah, so I missed the entire Super Bowl, but I read about it on Twitter. Yeah, I heard it was great. Yeah. Did you hear that? I heard they had a good time. I heard it was, like, an extremely geriatric vibe. Well... <laughs> <laughs> that to be like annoying but like everyone seemed old yeah it, i don't think it was for our generation no it's not well that's like mm-hmm. this is the thing is that the reason the function of the super bowl halftime show in general is to get the one demographic that the super bowl doesn't pull which is gay guys yeah so they have to usually book like you know one of the girls katie yeah. perry lady gaga. perry lady gaga because it's like they the super bowl gets everyone else everyone's a captive audience for the super bowl yeah. with the exception of faggots yeah. so it's if you get you know, a girl, then you then, then they come. But then yep. this year they were like Dr. Dre. I was like, I promise you, the girls aren't showing up for that. This was the first ever um, like rap slash hip hop like performance though that wasn't like a feature mm-hmm. or yeah. a guest by talented acts such as Eminem. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. He it has become such a like so far removed from what he like used to be like back in like the '90s, early 2000s that it's pretty wild to see like a random yes. old man with a beard and like a hoodie like on a stage and like who are you like i don't like right. yeah. it like Literally. it's hard to register that that's eminem like i feel like i guess that happens totally. with like every artist like when people get older it kind of like they become removed from like who they you know became yeah. known as but yeah. that's definitely a weird Still. one i'm always like mm. i just feel like there's no yeah. one in music who's so good at destroying their legacy so effectively <laughs> like i just have <laughs> never met someone who's so good at being like everything people liked fuck that yeah Oh we're tearing it out. Yeah, he wore like down. <laughs> Eminem wore like skinny jeans. Yeah, so true. He wore trailblazer jeans and a Chelsea boot. Exactly, <laughs> gay rights. <laughs> <laughs> 
I do like that Eminem's kind of a sissy. I mean, he loves like a Eminem loves a wig. Yeah, that's my I, favorite thing about I him. I kind of have like Eminem hair right now. You like, do a little bit like, oh, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. She's getting the real slim shady. Yeah. You just you. This is a fresh yeah. dye thick, job. Thick shady. Thick shady. <laughs> Big shady. <laughs> Big old shady. Miss Big Shady. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm losing my train of thought. What were we talking about? Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I like want to give you, obviously, I want to give the girls at home a rundown of the actual Slater music experience. Um, but all my questions that I ever had about Trouble Paradise, I asked you already because I interviewed you for Pop Matters. Yeah. And that was a much more professionalized setting. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> in those circumstances, I feel like that album I've kind of commemorated in a way. Yes. So I want to know what, about what you're doing right now. Because Amazing, yeah. this last album was really, really different. Mm-hmm. And I think, obviously for people who, if you don't know who Slater is at this point, A, I can't, you, oh. How are you listening to our podcast? How are you even here? Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then, if you haven't, pause and go listen to it. Because mm-hmm. it's going to give a lot of context to the remainder of this. Yes. Um, but for Troubled Paradise, the, the biggest thing was that from like the mixtape era, the biggest change was that you appeared to be a human being and not like an avatar on like a MacBook cam. And like, even Mm -hmm. like, obviously the music was like changed a lot and like the budget was stepped up a ton and just the overall like structure of songwriting was like, seemed a little bit less, I don't know, like what's the word? Just kind of uh, the way that it was very like kind of sound cloudy and like with produced with Aisha and like this kind of like kind of it was a very specific moment mm-hmm. and also every time we saw you online it was like you looked totally different or it would be like this you like three I promo had, pictures that I were making like rounds forever tune sickness some of those early webcam pictures of me I'm like <laughs> I I can't believe like pe- like I thought I was fooling people with like some of the photos yes. that I was putting out my every time people tell me that like you looked so different all of your different pictures I was like yeah I was really bad at like photoshopping <laughs> you're like that's because I was clicking and dragging that face man yeah, oh my god it's like melted like waxy so like blurred skin photos and like I would enlarge my lips because I hadn't got like lip injections yet. So I'd like enlarge my, it looked crazy. It yeah. really looked crazy. <laughs> I love saying I hadn't gotten lip injections yet because it is a rite of passage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As soon as I, you know, started getting some uh, royalties, I was like, you know what? You know what would stop people calling yeah. me Amy Schumer is if I got my lips done. <laughs> Oh, if I dyed my hair, do you think Amy Schumer's gotten her lips done? Absolutely not. Yeah, there you go. I don't think no. I don't sure. think, she's yeah. she's busy <laughs> doing God knows. <laughs> um, I have I've not done the lip filler yet, but I have done the cheeks. Oh, that's right. Oh, how is that? Because I work at. It's fine. I really didn't notice a huge difference until yeah. it wore off, and then I looked like a fucking skull, like a fat skull. <laughs> oh, no. it was just, <laughs> Cause like I'm like in the moment I work at a med spa, so this is like what what I do, mm-hmm. um, like Botox and filler shit. Not that I'm an injector. People are always yeah. like, "Can you give me filler?" I'm like, "I can if you want to come get it in my apartment. I you can steal like, some from the fridge." You with like the hospital gloves on? Oh God, yeah. Me suited that. up like a doctor. No one would buy that. No one would. No. You should <laughs> honestly like, start you that. Have... You do like a back alley operation. Start offering. <laughs> yeah. I got Botox for the low. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I have my degree hung up on the wall behind me. It's my creative writing BFA. <laughs> yeah. I'm certified. Yeah, but the cheek filler was fine. I did mm-hmm. pass out during it. You did? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I passed I passed out during the cheek and the because ch- I got like a little jaw too. Not the full Chad, but just mm-hmm. a little jaw. <laughs> Not and the full Chad. Work. <laughs> well, like 
when you leave, because like I was in, it, they they take this like you know what cement comes out of on the back of a truck. Yes. No, it's like that, but for filler. <laughs> You're like, I'm not familiar with that. No. <laughs> they jam this shit in there and they funnel the filler in there and they kind of like move it around. Oh. So it, with the cannula method. And when they did that, I was, it, my brain was like, shut it the fuck down. Take it out. <laughs> get the fuck out. Yeah. Sweating. To- they had to lay me down. I had to, f- I had a fainting couch and they gave me apple juice. Oh no. <laughs> Because what happens and then if I took on pictures. one cheek, like everything goes wrong, and you're like, I can't go through with the rest, and you just have one snap right. side of your face. You're, you're always smirking. Yeah, my three corner view was like, mm. <laughs> I have like a little Cheshire cat yeah. face on the right, <laughs> total flat white boy face on the other. Oh my god. Yeah, but I did make it through the whole procedure. Thank God. Work. Um, and then I like took pictures afterward, and I was like, I literally don't look different. <laughs> They were like, your eyes, your eyes, they're sparkling. I was like, you're Are lying. <laughs> like, you're fucking lying. You're lying. And then, obviously, now it's been however many months, and it's worn off, and they were right. They were right, yeah. Because <laughs> now I look dead. <laughs> yeah, because they have a trained eye. They're like, they know exactly what changed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, lip filler, tears. Nice. I More love people it. should be getting Honestly, it. Honestly, it, it, mm-hmm. it was good. I feel like I started getting it, like, pre-pandemic, and then I had this certain girl that I went to, and as soon as, like, the pandemic happened, I got, like, trapped in LA, and my lips started to, like, go down a little, and I was like, oh, no. So I found a dermatologist (laughs) to do it, and I got botched, like, during the lockdown, like, really bad. Oh, no. By the dermatologist? By the dermatologist, and, like, it was kind of the same thing where, like, after I was like, this is not how I feel like they're supposed to look right after. And they were like, no, Uh no, no, like, they look great, it's fine. And I, like, left, and it was, like, like, full-on, like, lip tucked up it was no. so bad and Pony so Duck. yeah i laid low for a little bit luckily it was like during lockdown so i could but my <laughs> yeah. my normal lip lady as soon as they opened again when people were like okay like we can't be shut down forever she they like opened back up and she spent like like two months like dissolving like every time i would go in she'd be like there's still shit in there and she would dissolve even more you walked in and yeah. she was like damn yeah she was like what the yeah. fuck did you do yeah. oh my god she made me yeah. feel worse because i didn't know how bad it was and she like kind of like inspected my lip and she was like oh my god who did this to you and i was like i was like no <laughs> she looked at your lips and she said oh fuck yeah. she put on the sarah mclaughlin aspca music yeah, <laughs> she's giving really you dissolver <laughs> She just goes, we lost her. Oh, man, we lost her. She's gone. (laughs) Don't come back. You were like doing virtual DJ sets with the mask on. You were like just participating in the culture. (laughs) Um, God. Okay. So, yes. Anyway, the big difference was obviously this leap in overall just being able to see you and like the music videos being just much more in focus and being like, where were we? That's a human person. (laughs) Right? You know what I'm saying? So, that obviously in addition to the music was i think the biggest like leap just in terms of like your approach to your artistry in a way Mm -hmm. i'm wondering what you're doing now because i know that you're like saying like you're wrapping it up already that seems so quick yeah i haven't started any visuals or anything but i'm like almost done i'm like 90 percent done with like the actual music for the album so that's exciting Mm -hmm. but i really have just like I don't know I have like a really bad habit of as soon as I make a project and put it out I'm immediately like Ugh, like that was cringe like I'm over it I need to do something else so like with my mixtape <laughs> yeah. I feel like I wanted to jump to something that was so drastically different and now looking back I'm like oh like Troubled Paradise oh my god sorry I'm just playing 
Oh but I'm like, Troubled Paradise is like a little all over the place. Like, I feel like I love a lot of the core songs, like Clouds and Troubled Paradise and Butterflies, but a lot of like the mm-hmm. other like pop punk things. Like, I think I was just like, I don't know. I was like traumatized. I like dyed my hair. I was like really like going through like, I don't know what. <laughs> but with this next album, I feel like I'm kind of going back to just like pop music, like just pop music, like yeah. dance pop and things that are a little like sexier and like kind of like grittier and cooler and a lot of the music some of it can feel like a bit retro but a lot of it is just like kind of like designed for like the club but not like not like as i guess um unstructured maybe as some of like my earlier music like it's a little more mature like i feel like i've just stepped into like fully what I think is my sound, which is like really pop. I have some yeah. like kind of like radio-esque sounding songs, which I'm excited Ooh. about that I feel like people yeah, will hate, but I, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as long as you love it. Yeah, radio, I, I love it so much. I love all of it. I feel like it's like, I don't know. It's like my best. I always say that about everything I do. I'm like, Ugh, this is my best, but it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that. This is my no, best. Baby, yeah. this is the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it'll be cool to like see like going back to like that true like kind of dance pop thing because the structures of a lot of the songs on Troubled Paradise are so much more complicated than they were on the, the mixtape. Yeah. Where, like, I feel like usually you can tell when someone is, like... You really didn't have that many songs out around the time that, like, the mixtape came out. Like, it was oh, a yeah. few scattershot singles. Yeah. So for it to be, like, very just, like, yeah, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, thanks. You know, yeah. whatever. And obviously, like, those songs tear, but they're, like, in their own category, kind of. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like Trouble Paradise, like, I mean, the crazy-ass bridges and, like, just the yeah. way that all these songs are structured with, like, weird codas at the end. I feel like that kind of approach to songwriting is going to, like, serve your pop music a lot better. Yeah, you know definitely, I mean? definitely. I feel like I've started caring a lot less about like what people think and I've stopped trying to like cater to uh, like what I think audiences would want and instead I'm just like making me like I feel like when I started I was just making stuff I wanted to listen to that like I felt like I wasn't really like hearing artists make and like I think I'm like back to doing that back to like similar themes too like I feel like there's some like songs about like fame on this like songs about like being trashy songs about like sex songs about relationships because I'm in one now and like all all different things Mm-hmm. love that yeah yeah i mean it's just very like i think telling of the fact that i mean it's kind of crazy to think that i mean from the start of our show and the start of when you've worked for first coming out like it's kind of crazy that you've been doing it as long as you have mm-hmm. like 2018 yeah. is like it's not not recent no, <laughs> it is, but it's like i mean years. i feel like it's been three years and i'm always like fuck like that's a long time i always thought that's things so maybe mm-hmm. would have gone different too but now i'm like kind of at peace with where like i am as an artist like i don't really take anything for yeah. granted i'm like i live in la like this is great like i don't need to like have some breakthrough like moment like i'm very happy with what i'm doing where i'm going yeah. and just yeah every day's a blessing it's better i was like a hair salon receptionist so i'm like this i need to like st- i used to like kind of drink the Kool-Aid of being like, I need a hit <laughs> song, but like, I don't like, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. What was like the layover between like, cause I know I remember like around the time that the mixtape was coming out, we were already starting to hear like little bits of Doghouse and little bits of like other songs from Trouble Paradise. Yes. What was the, like the overlap between working on those two? Um, it, there, I actually went on like a really weird side, like sidetrack of making like 90s shoegaze i'm not really sure what all that was about but i have like a lot of like instrumental (laughs) like rock demos that are like really bad that i don't know like i was really i don't know i don't know what i like got into like 90s like you are my sunshine like that kind of music and i was like i'm gonna make (laughs) like a 
a trippy like acid album and i'm like no like, that is so not me like i your slater and her dead pets moment yeah it yeah. was it's weird like sometimes i think it was just because i was doing like a lot of drugs and like drinking too much at the time <laughs> that'll do it yeah. that it kind of skewed like my creative in a bad way sometimes it helps people but i i feel like now i've like kind of calmed down a little bit and i'm like back to like making like good pop music sure. but yeah the overlap was basically kind of just as soon as the mixtape was rolling out i already had like a few songs for the album and then i went on like i wasted like three months making like garbage and then finally got to like making trouble paradise and like finishing up the other songs and then finished the rest of the album actually from an airbnb during the beginning of the pandemic so like okay i would Jeez. say yeah like february march april was like when i made like clouds all of that of like 2020 I just said that really mm -hmm. weird, but yeah. <laughs> I got it, yeah. I, I was following. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Because yeah. I know, like, I mean, the fact that the the time since Trouble Paradise has come out between, like, you already being 90% done, it's crazy how fast you're working. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you don't have a choice. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, if you want people to still give a shit, you kind of have yeah. to. Like, before Trouble Paradise even came out, I'm, like, kind of already, like, in talks of, like, so what's next? Like, before that album is even out into yeah. the world it's like in sessions for the next one because i feel like now like i don't know like back in the day i sound like a grandma i wasn't even in the industry at this time anyway so i don't know why i talk about it like i know anything but back in the day artists used to have like two years three years sometimes four to like make their next yeah. thing and now with like the internet and everything is so fast like you have to literally churn out music that is quality yep. yeah. that is like at such a fast rate it's crazy it's true. But I kind and of especially because challenge. of pop too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I feel like it's different specifically. It's an, it's actually seems like a greater task for pop music too because a lot of those like big pop albums of like the last generation of like pop stars mm -hmm. had years to like incubate and like make them perfect and like airtight pop songs and whatever. But it takes a lot more, I think, in terms of the actual process of making that where pop music is kind of being forced to play like the rap streaming model yeah which is like where people can put out like a 20 song mixtape two weeks after they just put out another one yeah mm -hmm. because it's just like the way that like rappers work is like it's more of like being in like a flow and being in a particular mood and whatever mm -hmm. and i think with pop music like especially for something as like tightly coordinated as like a pop album that's like 10 12 songs whatever yeah, with like full mm -hmm. it's just like a much more too yeah, yeah it's just like a much more like concerted effort i think mm -hmm. yeah that it's crazy that people are being forced to crank out as much as they are mm -hmm. i know it, it's it's bad but also like i do love like the challenge of it where i think it kind of has helped me get over things where like like i said like after i make something i'm so like over it and done with it by the time it like comes out like i'm like oh my god what was i thinking like wizard of oz like i don't know what the hell <laughs> so it kind of helps yeah. to be like okay cool now i can do the next thing and like do the net and like and when i'm on the fourth album i'll be like you know what i loved the wizard of oz like that was great but you know yeah right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. totally i have two grievances i have to air and these are they are as follows you don't have to comment on the first one um <laughs> oh god i when I read the the pitchwork review of Troubled Paradise, I wanted to fucking kill someone. Oh, I, I'll, I, I'll comment on that all the way. I I was so mad. <laughs> I would have been so pissed. They, the line that pissed me off in that the most was when they said that Doghouse was a two one two ripoff. What? Yeah, I was I like, what the hear... fuck are you talking? I was like, have you heard the songs? Yeah, it, it's it. I honestly like, I'm not trying to be a bitch, but I am. But I looked into the girl who did the review. She just like. 
it is wild to me how unqualified people are to like critique music, but then they still yes. They yes. have like a journalism degree, so then they like get hired by Pitchfork to like critique a pop album. It's like, bitch, what the fuck do you know? Like, what they, do you actually know? It's fucking nauseating. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. People who clearly just fucking hate art. Like, yeah. they hate it. Yes. And it's, mm-hmm. like, journalists, like, journalism especially, like, I think for Pitchfork 2, like, their angle recently has been this kind of, like, political slant in a way where it's, like, there has to be some sort of, like, deeper reading on something. And it yeah. can't just be about or the fucking songs. Not only exactly. that, too, but, like, I feel like people really eat up, like, people that do, like, the avant-garde kind of, like, music and visuals, and, like, I think that's great. It's, to- it's like, not my thing. It never will be. Like, I like to be kitschy. Like, I always, like, loved kitschy yeah. music when I was growing up. Like, mm-hmm. and, like, yeah, just to be, like, oh, like, none of it means anything. It's, like, I would rather it not. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I would yeah. rather not have, like, a corny, like, album about, like, traumas. Like, that is not, that doesn't help me through, like, when I'm upset. Like, that does, that like, makes me feel worse. I have so. tears rolling down my face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. And it's like, it it blows my mind that like, there's certain situations where like, these tossed off, like, I remember people were kind of like, just piling on the praise for like that last song on the Dua Lipa Future Nostalgia album. That's like about like, rape randomly. And the whole rest of the album is literally like, like bangers like ba- Wait, party which, bangers which song is that I, I, I can't it's called boys will be oh, boys oh i don't <laughs> i love that album Ex- but that is definitely me too. not one of my faves but i i love that album but it is yeah it's almost like yeah. yeah it's like how can you have this concept be like just fucking club bangers back to back to back and like really good ones like really impressive airtight ones and then because there's some sort of obligation to like cater to some sort of thing about like a statement about womanhood and whatever. Like it's just, yeah. what is your job as a pop star? Mm-hmm. What is your job? Yeah. And I think like the last couple of like the years before, like you started making music, it was so informed by like Beyonce's lemonade and like all these other girls who felt like they needed to follow suit of being like Katy Perry doing witness. It's like, I don't want to hear Katy Perry talking about fucking global politics. I don't give a shit about what she has to contribute to that. Like the, the interest of someone like that should be delivering a great fucking pop song. Yeah. And I don't know. And it's sad now too, to watch people do like the, like trot out, like kind of like Robin type songs where it's like crying bangers and like, Clouds is obviously exempt from that because that cares. <laughs> but <laughs> but Clouds like, you know what I'm saying is like mm-hmm. at the full first half of like, I hate to keep narking on Katy Perry. I love the bitch. Trust yeah. me. My mother's calling enough. Another time. Um, <laughs> like the whole first half of that album is like all these songs that are like, I'm drunk and I'm in love and heartbroken, but I'm crying, but I'm dancing. But I'm like crazy. Just the, I'm so yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, that kind of thing is just fucking hang it up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. come up with a different angle. Like, maturity, I get it. Like, you can't... This is a, a, a Gold Star Slater quote from the last time that I talked to her mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> about being like, I'm not going to be 35, like, in Hello Kitty, like, body suits, oh my calling God. myself a slut. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, there's a way to, like, level up and, like, be true to yourself as a human being without resorting to, like seriousness like this really boring seriousness yeah Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of it too is just like everyone this is something i used to kind of like vie for too but everyone really wants critical acclaim and i feel like they kind Mm -hmm. of will stray away from the music they actually enjoy making to kind of do something that will get them critical acclaim when it's like these people are not for you they they are not going to give you a good rating no matter what like unless you're right 
you know, mm-hmm. I don't even know, Kanye West. Like, you're not going to get, like, the 10 from Pitchfork. You know what I'm saying? So right. it, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I remember being so crushed about that Pitchfork review. And then I was like, this random woman, like, might not even be working for Pitchfork, like, in a couple months. Everyone in journalism moves around all the time. And I was just like, why? Yeah. Why do I care? I'm like, you are a freelancer who got paid at most $200. Why are you being such a fucking hater? Why are you being such a fucking yeah. bitch? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you think you can be a fucking bitch to me? Do you know who I am? But it was God, crazy. So annoying. She, yeah, yeah, there were. There, I don't even know. It was crazy, and I know some of my fans were like, found her Twitter and were like coming for her, and she. Oh my god, her reaction was the most annoying thing ever too because she was like, I am going private. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I made one little review and now everyone's coming for me. It's like, ma'am, you're dealing with a stan Twitter artist. Like, you can't, like. Literally, like, you have to know what's going on. I mean, I did a little bit of that because I did get in (laughs) trouble. I was in trouble because I gave Kesha's High Road like a two. (laughs) Yes, you were in big trouble. (laughs) It was a week. It was a week. You were getting death threats from people. Death threats? People sent me a video of someone sawing off their arm. (gasps) (laughs) I'm not... It was fucked. And people like literally like... I kept getting like these text messages from Twitter being like, someone's trying to log into your account from wherever. (laughs) It felt like thousands of people came to you to want to kill you. And like that is like part of the game though. Like that's part of the job. Yeah. And you were right in the long run. Baby, I was right. I've been exonerated from Kesha's The Potato Song, calling that bad. Like, whatever. So, (laughs) wait, can I I close my window really quick? Sorry. Please, yes. Yeah, absolutely. God bless. Go for it. Now I get to do break music. I had a noise I had a noise complaint like a couple days ago and I'm so paranoid like that the people in my building Oh god Oh boo that What the fuck Noise complaints are so stupid Me and Gia complaining about hearing Slater Me and you guys know the artist Gia Woods me and her were like out partying and we came back to my apartment at like 3am just like have one drink before like she left and I guess we were like stomping around in like our high heel boots and like being annoying. And I had like a novel on my door the next day that was like, it is invasive and rude. Like it was like started all nice. They're like, hope oh, you're adjusting. Oh They're God. like, hope you're adjusting to the new building. Like welcome new neighbors. Notice that you came home at 3 a.m. last night. And we're banging all around. It woke me and my partner up. We are so like disgusted. Oh it was crazy. I'm like, sh- I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When people like move to a city like LA, Chicago, New York, and want to th- and want to give a noise complaint, you live in a populated area. Go to the suburbs. I would never like, ever complain. I would never administer a noise complaint in my life. In my life, no, I think same. I will never do it. Never. Like I'm just not, I don't have that gene. outside my front door every single day, and I would just be like, "Well, I guess this is life." Like that yeah. note reeks of jealousy. That person wanted to be right. out at three a.m. That person wanted sorry. to stomp around and well, sorry yes, that you're yeah. in bed with your partner. <laughs> yeah, you're in bed with your partner. Yeah. I'm doing drugs. <laughs> you're mad. <laughs> Sorry, you're oh mad. Oh my god! Yeah, it was yeah. definitely. It's yeah. definitely like a really old, older couple in this building, which For part sure. of me does feel bad. But then also, I'm like, if you're like at retirement age, like I feel like a city, like you know, maybe like someplace less rent. If you're living in an apartment, Key West. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We we have lived together for four years, and I think every weekend we got a noise complaint at our apartment. Almost every weekend. <laughs> yeah. Almost every single we weekend. We used to host full like frat parties and then yeah. be like, why are they complaining? 
I had one woman who was legit pregnant come out oh, from her no. porch because we were we moved a whole speaker outside. <laughs> we moved like this big ass box speaker outside and we're blasting music and people were like doing cartwheels in the street and screaming. <laughs> and she came out pregnant and she was like, I'm trying to sleep. And then I was so fucked up. I said, I hope your baby fucking dies. Oh, You were so gone at that point though. And you everyone like, went, nah. Everyone was like, no, party's everyone over. Everyone get inside, live over. <laughs> yeah, Party's live over. over. Yeah, that was the live over oh moment. God, but like, what the fuck is wrong? I mean, I was what? We were like 19. I wasn't legal. Yeah. <laughs> this That's is why 21 plus is in place. <laughs> yeah, I can literally see that like in my head though. Like the one friend that like always is like too much when drunk and you're like, no, shut up, shut up. Like that's so yeah, cool. shut the fuck up. <laughs> it was a communal neck. Yeah. <laughs> neck. I was like, what? You're like, what? We're having a fun time. Yeah. I yeah. thought everyone wanting to keep having fun, but everyone <laughs> wants to side with the pregnant lady, I guess. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a time. Oh Anyway, <laughs> um, my other grievance that I have to air with you is that sunshine is not out. Mm. <gasps> Actually, that, that brings me back to the, the uh, like sidetrack I went on. It was music like that. It was like acid trip, like... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Bring it. It's on I know, uh, the Electronicon <sighs> tape, if you went to the... like. 100% or like 200% Electronicon 2. Yes. Electronicon 2. If you went there, like they gave out like little tapes. So it is on that, but I yeah. don't have it online. <laughs> it's a demo on the tape. And I, listen, I, what you, again, you don't have to comment, but I have to <laughs> let the girls at home know by far, in my opinion, the bravest, coolest piece of music oh God, I have you. heard in. It's low key like, an amazing it's song. It's so fucking good. Like yeah. there is this point where. It's like, it's kind of like this gritty, like nasty, like hedonism club banger. Oh God, thank and you. then it transforms into this, like, you're literally screaming and moaning for like so <laughs> long. <laughs> like, I just, I, when I heard that for the first time and then, um, shortly after the next thing that came out was self-destruct, mm -hmm. which I think they kind of have a little bit in common. Yeah, I was definitely. like, oh, she's, oh, it's happening. Oh, screaming. sunshine's coming. And then it didn't come. It never came. Oh. I'm so, but whatever. I mean, I have the demo on my phone. It'll continue being a special spot in my heart. But for those people at my at home who've never heard this, go yeah. on YouTube and don't tell us later. See, I'm sorry. I feel like part of the reason of that too was I, I played that song at my show at the El Rey in LA and like the crowd was like really dancing to everything all night. And then as soon as I performed that song, it was like dead crowd. And I was like, oh. People didn't know what to do. Yeah. Oh. So I was like, I mean, maybe it's a pretty hard left. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, it's it's out there for sure. But mm -hmm. I do think it's like, it was just one of those like very cool, like just sick moments that I was just like, oh fuck. Like no one would do this. Right. Oh my God, no one would you. do this except you. So yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. Wow. That's my second, my second <laughs> point. So even if it never comes out, work. work. Maybe I'll <laughs> yeah. sneak it on the next album. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bonus track. Hidden track for Deluxe, sure. Deluxe, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, I think now we have a couple of things we'd like to discuss yeah, we've in got the vein some... of a traditional Thought Topics episode. Mm -hmm. We've got some business. We have some fucking business to attend to. Yeah. So I'm thinking, uh, because of the topic that we were just on, I'm wondering maybe if we should do Mitski. I'm down for that first. Uh, fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> this Truly girl. What did you get? Strawberry hibiscus Baby, margarita style? This is style? the Truly strawberry hibiscus margarita style hard seltzer liciousness. 5.3 alcohol volume. I will say Truly's are the best seltzers out there. Beats <sighs> anyone. It's oh so god. true. I can't, Beats anyone. I can't drink seltzers anymore. They fuck me up. Like I, back during, <laughs> back during that mixtape era that I kind of talked about before where I was like drinking too much, I would literally wake up 
find like a pineapple white claw on my nightstand and like go for it like all day long the next day so like the like seltzer <laughs> yeah. hard seltzers like make me a little sick now like i oh it like reminds me of like day yeah. like dartying like i can't but <laughs> it is yes. very dirty vibes it's such a yeah. dirty yeah, but I love drinking that. water <laughs> as soon yeah. as you just said truly i was like oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I used to get. You're the, like, mm, yeah, that sounds so good. <laughs> yeah, I used to, I used to go puff the lemonade Trulies every weekend. Oh, that was a dark time. It was a dark time. Oh, wow. So good. Yeah, I once had a Truly night where I woke up and there were two um, prepared bagels with cream cheese on my pillow. Oh, next to me, face like cream cheese down, one down, one up. Yeah. <laughs> What a sweet dream. <laughs> <laughs> I think it may have started as a sandwich and then kind of slid throughout the night. It just evolved. <laughs> it slid throughout the night. I'm a restless sleeper. Oh my God. <laughs> um, okay, so Mitski, we're going to talk about this. I'm, let it be known, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not anti Mitski. I'm a Mitski skeptic. Um, mm-hmm. This is, well, okay, let me give a little background anyway. <laughs> before I started passing judgment on a woman. So we have, this whole thing was kind of unfurling today where I think yesterday Mitski posted this like long thing about saying essentially that she didn't like people filming her while she was performing because Mitski's tour is just kicking off. Mm. It's like one of these first like big headliner tours that's starting like because COVID shit's finally like letting up her tour again. Mm -hmm. So she, in the meantime, prior to this, has had like a couple of big like TikTok songs, as far as I can tell, like sh- like oh, yeah. a lot of Nobody kind of like and, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's drawn a lot of attention that she wasn't previously getting because it's kind of this like oh like I'm gonna go see the Nobody Girl like not like the Gen Z kids. yeah the Gen Z kids are like oh yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> so I think this crowd kind of started coming to her first few shows and she felt that she needed to say listen. I'm happy people are coming. Great. Mm-hmm. However, it's a little fucking weird, and I feel like people are not there all the way when um, people are filming the entire show essentially front to back mm-hmm. and never not never don't have their phone down. Mm-hmm. And the flash and whatever, and just like kind of like not actually like participating in the concert really at all, mm-hmm. and are just sort of filming. So this isn't not a new topic. People have kind of been harping on this forever, like where there's certain like big time artists who straight up will be like, you have to put your phone in like a vacuum locked bag that a security guard has to open up for you at the end of the night. We're like, you know, like that kind of shit, (laughs) like this immersive concert thing. So it's not new, but I do think that it's kind of rekindled because of the fact that people haven't gone to live shows in so long. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, have been living on their phone. Yeah. Um, It kind of has unfurled now into people being like, um, I'm neurodivergent and like I dissociate during concerts and I won't remember the whole show. So like, let me film or people, I'm trying to find like some, just this really insane reactions from people who just genuinely felt like, like their rights were being taken away from them because someone was like, just put your phone away for a sec. Like just enjoy one song. Yeah. Yeah. Someone says, people are paying you, so I don't think you get to tell them how to enjoy their experience. Oh, it's great that you no. feel that way, but you got to realize a lot of people's best experience includes their phones, especially people with ADHD <laughs> who might not remember otherwise. Oh, my God. As, <laughs> Someone says, oh wow, God. this take makes me incredibly sad. As you're an artist, my heart connects with a lot. You're a famous artist that plays shows all the time. Tons of people at your shows see shows not even once per year. Let them keep the memory of their favorite song. Crazy. Which is an insane reaction. 
in my yeah. opinion. So See, I'm I wondering in your experience. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly thought that your opinion would be on the other side of being like, don't tell me what to do. But on that's like, I'm that's interesting <laughs> that you're like, because I, yeah, those, that's sure. a crazy reaction. Like to be like, I'm so disappointed in you. That is, that's a heavy sentence for someone being like, hey, like, like be I'd here. I'd like if you listen to the song. Yeah. Yes. I, I low key agree with the person that said like, you know, once someone pays the money, like let them film it. But um, tying the whole, like, I have ADHD, it's like, no, come on, hold on, hold okay. on. Well, okay, so, yes. Miss Slater, in your experience, does it bother you when people film during the shows? No. Actually, this is, like, I'm, like, very narcissistic. I love the one person that puts the entire show on YouTube so I can watch, like, a freak and be like, oh, I better fix that next time. Like, <laughs> Work. You know what I mean? Like, I feel right. like it helps me improve my... Like, it helps me improve my kind of, like, stage presence sometimes. But also, like, I get what she's saying, though. Like, because sometimes, you know, people do... Like, I, I prefer to be, like, the one fan that, like, does that. But, like, for everyone, like, in the moment, like, come on. Like, for a couple songs, yeah. like, you want to... Like, whenever I go to a concert, like, I'll maybe take, like, a short, like, Instagram story. But I'm not, like, taking full, like, videos on my camera roll. That's right. a little... That's a little insane. Um, yeah, well, right. I mean, it's also like a really common thing to be like, I can't skip past someone's Instagram story because it's tiny little dots of the full fucking thing. Yeah. Yes. And like, mm -hmm. you can't even, they're like, no, they don't even have good seats. Yeah, it's that's crazy. No, you just, you have to like tease like a chorus or something. You can't be like filming a whole concert. That's insane. Exactly. But yeah, the yeah. whole, yeah, I feel like, I don't know that that's just wild. Like to, I feel like she said it in such a like nice and respectful way too. Like it wasn't like put your fucking phones yeah. away. Like it was like very <laughs> diplomatic and yeah, yeah right, you yeah. know what I mean. Like I feel like Mitsuki was like, listen, you little fucking homo. People just love <laughs> you gotta put that goddamn phone away. <laughs> people just yeah. love to. I mean, people just love to be upset over all kinds of things. I feel like artists like people just love to. I don't even know have grievances with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I cuz I'm not I'm not I'm personally not a huge fan of Mitski. I just I, it's it's music I can't really get into. Yeah. And like here's the difference I think. Mm -hmm. When people go to a Slater show, I feel that there is not a lot of uh pits in energy. I think like mm -hmm. for the most part like the full show like people are very much like it's all really danceable for the most part mm -hmm. and even if it's not like people are like know all the words and whatever. Mm -hmm. And Mitski's like has just kind of a like Mitski would well, be the type of person yeah, to tweet this though. I feel like if you yeah. are an artist that makes kind of like slower or just like you know more like moodier and like vibier music then it kind of would like be weird to have like people filming the whole thing like I couldn't imagine sure yeah like if you go to like because if you're like pouring your soul out or whatever great but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get it but what if like your elderly Nana at home wants to see the whole Mitski concert <laughs> right and you exactly. just told that person yeah. Nana that she can't well, exactly Mima couldn't come to the Mitski concert <laughs> She's yeah. just trying to pay the tickets and so couldn't bring it home. So what the fuck about that? It's interesting I just, though. I feel like artists have artists have done this before. I remember like when I was in high school, I think Jack White was like on a tour for some album he was doing and he had the same his was a little like he worded it a little meaner though. He was like, put your fucking bones <laughs> away, live in the moment. Like very like mm -hmm. you know, he was very like old man bitter about it, but I I kind yeah. of you still understand like when people take their like music and art very seriously, which like, you know, uh, but like when <laughs> people like yeah. <laughs> I feel like it it does make more sense like it, it just depends on the genre and the artist like sometimes i guess people want it to be like a slower emotional connection between everyone meanwhile sure. like a really psycho like 
pop show or whatever, like the videos you're gonna get are gonna be bad anyway because everyone's like jumping around and stuff. Jumping around, it's, right? It's it's a comments like it's what Mitski said. It's like it almost seems like it stems from some kind of insecurity because if I'm having a concert that's let's say sold out, I would just love that. I would just love all of those people coming to witness my yeah. show. And if they decide to film it, they film it. They're still appreciating it. So to like go the extra step and say, hey, don't film. This sure. needs to be immersive. Well, the other thing too it's is like, that I yo. have very little sympathy for Mitski when like you're entire, you've made your whole fan base like these like neurodivergent teens. Like <laughs> don't really like feel bad for you. Yeah. Um, that you're like att- attracting this particular breed of flack. But yeah. mm-hmm. I do think like, I have an issue with the kind of like treating like a pop star or even because Mitski in a way is kind of like she's more famous than like some indie chick whatever mm-hmm. but I think there's something to be said for the fact that like it's very weird when someone is like I'm at a concert and you're my artist for hire like I paid you and now I get to do whatever yes like, that, that is to true me as feels well. really weird and just yeah. kind of mm-hmm. off and just like not the right reaction it to kind of having. gives the vibe of people that it's like well, like, you're a waiter, so, like, you better clean up the mess I made on the table. Like, that kind of, right. like, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I yeah, have true. five singles mm-hmm. at the end of the table. Every time you fuck up, I'm taking one away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just very, like, they're not a slave. Yeah, true. And, like, you're coming here because you love this person's music. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's a very middle ground thing because I think that, that yeah, we'll use Mitski as an example. Let's say I'm a super fan. I'm going to go there, not touch my phone. Great. Yeah. But then you have a fan next to you that's like, uh, like I like a song or a couple yeah. songs. I'm just going to record them and then chill. And I think that there's something about this in particular, like the thing that Mitski said that is cringy because it kind of makes you think of this, like, that picture that's like a handful of pills and all the pills are like apps. You're addicted to whatever, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's the like LinkedIn someone's pill. brain is like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah the, the Photoshop pill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Photoshop pill. I'm addicted to Photoshop. Yeah. It's like, there's something very like the phones, the phones are evil about this that I think rubs people, like makes people like, shut the fuck up, whatever. Like no, it's your yeah. fucking phone. Yeah. Like I do want to record like a little bit of like, my favorite song or like yeah, if it's favorite like song yeah like like yeah. my friends like we all love this one song and only i got to go so i'm gonna get a little bit of it and send it to the group chat right nothing wrong with that but i get when because like there were there was a video specifically that i think prompted it where she, someone was like filming from above like all the people who were front and center mm-hmm. who yeah. clearly did not know her music very well and it was like no movement just phones phones staring up at her so, yeah. I think this it is kind of about the artist. I feel like people like, need to just look more internally too, though, and just like like elevate like your vibe as a human being. Like it's so not sexy to like go to a like to me. Like I think of everything in mm-hmm. a way where it's like that's so like unsexy to like be over mm-hmm. over like on your phone like too much at a concert. Like, like it's very yes. unfun. Yeah. It's very like I'm like a funny bitchy little gay guy on Twitter, but then you meet me in real life and I'm silent. <laughs> yeah, it gives that. Right. I know so many people like this who yes. are just like on when they're when this is happening, they're like the fun they're wearing like a harness <laughs> at like Walgreens and whatever. And then you talk to them and they like literally can't form a com- like one com- yeah. complete silent sentence. and an asshole. Yeah. Right. Oh silent asshole. Yeah. Silent yeah. assholes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But again, yeah. like in a situation like at a Slater show, it's just different. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. With Mitski, how, what else are you supposed to do? 
I honestly, as a social experiment, should tweet something similar, like, when I'm on tour in a couple months and see, because I know people will absolutely rip me to shreds. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You should be like, if you guys don't have your phones out, you are not contributing to the vibe yeah. <laughs> me film me filming your concert with my ipod nano gen 3 or like my nintendo ds the whole thing yeah. my 3ds the yeah whole the time. 3ds frame the whole time frame. just up oh my yeah. god <laughs> so I yeah i don't know i mean the, i feel like there's no right answer because i think a people can film. and if you were an excessive filmer at a concert you're the idiot yeah you're the weird one i think the thing that makes that possesses someone to say something like this is when it's happening on such a wide scale and also you seem to have the sense that the people who are there at your shows are not the people who really like love you as an artist and like get what you're doing yeah and again i think it's it's just a misty thing you like, can't does ever you have to say this yeah you can't right. ever like what if beyonce you? was like put your phone away like, everyone be- would say beyonce yes ma'am was like no phone. To like the yeah, 60,000 like, people in a stadium, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beyonce up performing. She goes, put your phone away. Everyone yeah. would listen and though. Everyone. Even if I was in a nosebleed, I'd be like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, no, yeah. If Nikki said that, you're not going to get one tweet out of me. Yeah, I was no. never here. <laughs> <laughs> I was never here, Miss Beyonce. <laughs> That was, that was us when we was when we saw Nicki Minaj. We were truly in the nosebleeds, and I was I my I lost my voice. Yes, mm-hmm. we <laughs> were in the should. nosebleeds, and yeah, <laughs> there were people holding on to the chairs in front of them, yeah. like twerking and stuff. It was a good time. Oh my god! Did not touch my phone that day. Did not touch my phone. I was very much feeling Nicki Minaj in the moment. Yeah, we were immersed in the Pink Friday fantasy. Absolutely. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I wish I could see her live. That would be like top like five artists i would love to see live yeah. for sure she oh. just never tours in america like she literally like when she first came out she did like little venues mm-hmm. and then she came back for one arena tour in america she's never toured outside of never really? time yeah mm-hmm. which is crazy for her to be like at the caliber she is like she yeah. only does european and asian yeah. shows she did not need to which is crazy well, it's just wild so too because she's so massive in america like it makes sense to me when artists do that because there is i feel like i've learned a lot about like the difference between like streaming artists and like touring artists and like all the different things like there's artists that have like hundreds of millions of streams on spotify but could not do a venue like half the size of like one of mine there's like you know what i mean but then i like don't have a lot of streams like there's like all these different little things but like she's so massive it's like you oh my gosh i feel like she could do like totally huge tour like uh, arenas yeah Mm -hmm. exactly yes she could it's so funny too because like it's just i think like when you talk about like the thing of being like people want critical acclaim that to me i think is like how people think that they're gaming the streams thing of being mm-hmm. like you don't have to be like a chart smash so long as people are like really loving you and your music and like it's like a critical acclaim thing yeah. mm-hmm. like with lord or whatever like lord's not like a big radio artist or whatever but like that bitch packs stadiums holy shit she yeah. packed yeah and up until recently i had nothing but yeah <laughs> 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 But yeah. I always say that Aisha Erotica could sell out Madison Square Garden for two nights in a row tonight. Yes. <laughs> this, she's just one of those people where I think, oh, if, if it was announced, packed. Over. <laughs> Over. It's pretty crazy yeah. because there are artists, like I feel like even recently I've been noticing so much how oversaturated music is right now with artists. Like I will come across people randomly like on Instagram and they'll have like a million followers and like a song with a ton of streams. I'm like, I have no idea who you are. Like I've never heard of Literally you. Literally no And it's so, mm-hmm. like there's so, there's like hundreds, like maybe like thousands of artists at that level, like million followers, big street. But I'm like, I've, I would not know. I would not no know clue. if you walked no by me on the street. Clue. I would have no yeah. idea. I mean, that's the TikTok thing. Yeah. 
Um, it's take, literally just that, like, you, like, it's just a face where you're like, I could not pick them out of a crowd. Yeah. TikTok no idea is, is like, is. parasitic to the culture right now. Completely. I yeah, know. I hate nuts. to be such a, like, like, old fart about it, but, like, I really agree, and it... It's something that, like, I love TikTok. Like, I could waste so much time, like, watching videos on it. But it is depressing, I feel like. Especially because I feel like so many artists want a TikTok hit. But, like, really, if you think about it, a lot of songs or artists that go that way, it's like they are never going to have a touring career because it was that one Flash in a Pan song. And then it's kind of, like, forgotten. And it's a joke, mostly. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is, like, even when people have a hit, like, a lot of those people... They're not going on to TikTok looking for music. Right. And that's why I think like when SoundCloud was such a big deal, that was like more exciting because people were on SoundCloud for specifically music. being like, I'm hunting for a new artist yeah. in music. No, people What's- are looking for a trending song. So like the video of them like, you know, doing whatever, making like pasta or like shaking ass in a bikini, like so that can get more engagement. <laughs> like that's all it's like that's all they're using exactly. music for. It doesn't yeah. It's have not any- people who yes. are hunting for music. Yes. Yeah. Especially when like the snippet of the song will like the six, seven second snippet of the song on TikTok is like really good and you get excited yeah. for the song and then you listen to the full song and it's not as good as those six, seven seconds. Right, because really what the, it's, it's you can hear it sometimes when like a certain lyric will pop out of a song and you'll be like, you fucking did that on purpose. Yeah. Like just to get people to be like, oh, ooh, they said blah, blah, blah. And like, no, I'm going to make yeah. some stupid video. Like, but then like pervertedly, it makes me like really happy when like Kim Petra's Coconuts goes viral. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Because it's, <laughs> yeah, because that's like a genuinely good pop song. And it also right. mm-hmm. kind of marries into like the TikTok world. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a more, like a less cynical crossover thing, I think. Definitely. Like, yeah. It just feels, it feels a lot better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me feel sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of these other <laughs> I mean, that's why Pink Panthers got so big is because of that little snippet on tiktok and it's like been yeah. working for her so you just see so many random cases of this with like yeah it really it, it just depends on the artist honestly it depends on the artist and the timing of things like i feel like the mm-hmm. shift like do you remember yeah. that collective shift when everyone started getting on tiktok like it was kind of like people were half in half out that to yeah. me like when i first got on tiktok is when say so started like going crazy and then doja cat just yes. became massive so it's yeah. like, yep. what a timing thing, though. Like, I feel like that was, like, the perfect timing. That was when, like, everyone was like, okay, if you're not on TikTok, like, you're out of the loop, so let me get on. And that was when that dance, like, yeah, that, yeah. Yes. And she was so, like, the first big crossover star for that because for a while it seemed like Doja Cat was never going to come back because she had to claw her way from, like, the cancel fallout from, like, the move video thing. And then, like, it seemed like she was going to be kind of niche after Tia and Tamara. Yes. And then, like, now she's, like, one of the biggest possible stars. And it's literally just because, like, those songs are inescapable on TikTok. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so crazy. It's crazy, know. though. I feel like people will try to recreate, like, artist trajectories a lot. But it's just, like, you could never do it. Like, no one will ever have the same rise as, like, another artist. Totally. Like, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, and it makes me think of people like Lana Del Rey, too. Like, could you imagine someone becoming famous off of Tumblr, like, now? Like, that would never happen. Holy ever. Shit. Right. No it's one's like, ever gonna get to do that again. Yeah, I know, and it like makes me so Bang sad because that was my favorite artist. Yeah. Was like the Marina Lana like Tumblr day. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh my god. What's my, your What's your favorite Lana song, Slater? Ooh. Okay, that's hard. I love. Yeah, there is a correct answer. You can You can name a few because I would have to. <laughs> I have like very like teenager memories of being in high school and Born to Die coming out. Like I feel like everything from that album. Like Carmen, everything from like the Paradise Edition, like I love. I feel like my favorite, yes. yeah. my favorite favorite would have to be Ride, just because I feel like the video with the song is yes. so incredible. Like I feel yeah. like that mm-hmm. is truly like her magnum opus. But I also yes. love there's like newer songs she has. Like I fucking love White Dress. Of, this is yes. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. god. Okay, I'm both constantly talking about the music business conference. Yes, those are both my favorite too. Honestly, yeah. I, I used every time I used to get blackout drunk, I would play the ride video to the point where I memorized the monologue and everything. Blackout drunk. You'd be like splayed on the couch. Splayed on the couch listening the to the men ride. I met along the road yeah. were my only. Summer. Oh my god. Her voice. I watched my dreams. Her speaking voice in that monologue, like the grip that she had on me and my friend group in high school. We all were like wearing Budweiser yeah. T-shirts that we like got from like. <laughs> Like, we all were just like, oh, like, Americana. Posing in front of an American flag. Seriously. Totally. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Americana. So sick. I love it. Pepsi Cola, (laughs) like, calling it Pepsi Cola, which is so, like, retro. I'd be like, Mom, can you get some Pepsi Cola from the grocery store? Pepsi Cola. She'd be like, why are you talking to me in a transatlantic accent? I'd be like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking stupid. Yeah. I'm an ultraviolence girl through and through, but I'm yeah, a, you I'm are. a rarity. Oh, I love. <laughs> I'm, I'm paradise. What's the Who song wouldn't? from Ultraviolence? The one, fuck. When you what's that one? Shades of Cool. Shades oh, Shades of cool. of cool. Yeah, that one. I love that one. Yeah, my yeah. favorite is mm-hmm. when Azealia Banks um, <laughs> sings that song in her Instagram story. <laughs> oh, I've never seen that. I w- I oh, am blocked. God. <laughs> I oh yeah, I forgot you had the you had a little spat with her. Jesus I still Christ. love her. She's one of my favorite artists. Always will be. I can remove Who myself. Wouldn't? I can. People get so upset when people like. I can remove myself from like my own like artist entity where I'm just like that was like another formative like artist in my high school times where like you will never do me wrong. Yeah. Like I was like dead. I was like oh my god. I do look like John Goodman. Maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like and when you are a big enough deal for her to name drop you that counts for something yes me and all my friends were dying we were like oh my god like we used to like drive around like high as fuck like i don't smoke weed anymore but we used to drive around in high school high as fuck listening to fierce and like oh my god like it just just, like it makes me think of like high school like i just remember being like totally i loved it so fucking good god damn it because you pay ten dollars to get in the ball you do pay ten dollars to get in the ball (laughs) (laughs) It's just what you do. We should put that on a t-shirt. I got something waiting at home for me, goddammit. <laughs> so fucking so fierce. I use songs. that line so much in my real life, because I like live with my boyfriend, I'll be like, I got somebody waiting at home for me, goddammit. Waiting at for me, goddammit. <laughs> and then it fades out. I used to think I was fierce. <laughs> so fucking dumb. I love, I love it. it. Yeah. Because I know that, like, I don't even know if you're allowed to talk about this, but were you going to be on the, that insane Young Rapunzel part two? Thing? Um, I... I don't know. Yeah, I think we were gonna uh, we were gonna do a song. It just didn't work out. It was like the Abra thing too. Yeah, I just okay. Like I feel like a lot of people. I get like really bad. It's such an annoying thing to be like my anxiety, but I do get really bad social anxiety. It's why I don't collab with a lot of artists. It's why I don't have features on my albums. Like I feel Mm. like I'm so small. I just get afraid to like ask people. And so like when someone bigger than me that like I've looked up to like. She kept, like, I just was so afraid to, like, send something that wasn't good, so I ghosted it, which, like, is not, honestly, like, bad choice, bad thing to do, but, yeah, you know. It's just, I think, she is a very easily pokeable bear, and I think that there's been situations, I'm sure, where you're not alone in having made that decision, (laughs) where, like, something will seem to be on the horizon for her, and then it'll kind of get yanked out from under, and it's just, like, total shitstorm, but then it goes away. Yeah. And she's moved on to other things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Lana Dore's still doing fine. Oh my god. So she better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um anyway, we where are we at in terms of time? We just crossed over an hour. This is a very productive episode. We've covered a lot of ground, I, I guess. We have covered a lot of ground. So yes. good. Yes. Do we have time to talk about men? 
in jeans. Do you want to talk about men really quick? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I could do this for okay. hours, honestly. Love it. <laughs> it literally just feels like chatting with the girls. It, it really, really does. does. In a minute, it. you forget that you're even doing it. Yeah. Oh my God. There, we always say this like time and time again. Like we will record like an hour and a half long episode, and I will say I I don't remember what we talked about immediately once I stop mm-hmm. once I stop the recording completely over yeah Mm -hmm. don't remember anything i said completely (laughs) repressed yeah and then my mom texts me later and is like why did you say that douching blah 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 i'm like (laughs) i don't remember what you're talking about yeah no every time someone's like i'm on this episode at this part when you said this i was like did i i'm like that is so funny of me (laughs) i'm like that sounds false i did not say that that. yeah okay so we're gonna talk about something that is not quite on topic (laughs) from what we've been talking about up to this point. We're going to be talking about this thing that was kind of making the rounds on um, right-winger Twitter, <laughs> which is my favorite part of the internet, to be on, apparently, because I can't fucking stop getting in fights with these people. Yeah. And this is a tweet that went... Uh, was causing a lot of a stir. Um, this guy says... His name is David. <laughs> he says, We've got guys in the group completely transforming and upgrading their style. He went from normie to playboy. You should be doing the same. And then he posts this man in two different outfits. One of them being... <laughs> Like a, like a Henley shirt and pants. Yeah. And this is the normie. Okay. He's wearing pants and a shirt. Yeah. And then... The upgraded version is when he's wearing this kind of tan biker jacket and ripped jeans. With a tan boot. And a tan boot as a man. Let me just clarify wow. that it's it's black skinny ripped jeans at the knee and then suede like Chelsea boots with like the little side stretchy thing. <laughs> because that's very... The side stretchy. It's important that people know that specifically. <laughs> yeah. The, the particular <laughs> fit both is very al- crucial. Yeah, both outfits from H&M. Compl- head to toe H&M. Both. That's what this is. So this begs the question, obviously both of these outfits should <laughs> inspire total hatred in those who look upon them. But the question is, how should men dress? Because I think that this is something that doesn't go talked about very often. Yeah. And I think that there's two two categories that we're talking about here. Yes. How should actual men dress and yes. how should gay guys dress? Yes. <laughs> These are two very different categories and I think we're going to settle it both tonight. Yeah, let's do it. Amazing. Let's do it. I'm down. In your experience, what is a normal outfit for a straight man? Yeah. Me? What's acceptable? Oh. Anyone? Honestly, I feel like I never knew a man that like dressed well until my most current boyfriend. I feel like he's like from California. He's like the first guy I've met that actually like enjoys cool like vintage clothes and stuff. I feel like really yeah. classic like Levi's like five oh ones. Like there's so many different shoes that guys can wear. Like I feel like Converse can be cool or like um, like I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard, like, like motorcycling boots, like vintage shoes. Yeah. You know? I do think, like, the, if, if you have to be creative as a man, you should do it in the shoe. Yes. Yeah. The shoe. I can't with the man who, oh, I can't with, like, that frat style where it's like Ugh. you wear really nice clothes, like a, a nice button up, a suit jacket, some dress pants, and then a gym shoe. Yeah, like yeah. Jordans. That, no. So fucking repulsive. Can't with that. I hate that. That's horrible. I also mm-hmm. find that anyone, any any man who's like getting like adventurous with the top, <laughs> it's just kind of like, it just, it gives me a particular vibe that's just very like, I know the kind of person you're going to be when you open your mouth. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you have like a textured kind of long sleeve, like, like mm-hmm. I don't know what this, this is a thing that I've noticed on a lot of straight men when they feel like they're trying to spice it up. Mm-hmm. You know those pants that have like ridges on them? They're like cut little ridges, yeah. like stretchy ridges down. Yes. 
I feel like that. I don't. Who are those being made for? Is my initial question. I just don't know who that's appropriate for. Yes. And I also think that it's like the halfway between like a jogger and like jeans or whatever. And it's like not really committing to the bit on either one. It just looks like shit on everybody. Yes. Oh my God. So adventurousness in the pants and the shirt, both for me are. You don't have to, I hate the word man. jogger that yeah. even like I hate joggers. I had to recently I forget who I just had this conversation <laughs> with, but I had to teach someone that I was like, if it is a sweatpant, it needs to be baggy from the waist to the ankle. If it goes mm-hmm. from if it is like a fitted, I hate joggers. I hate them so much. I oh my god. I Where it them. just makes you look like I mean, not to be topical, but if it makes you look Ukrainian, it's just <laughs> like it's just a real tough situation. Oh my lord. <laughs> It's about fashion, not about the war, okay? Yeah, we're, so, yeah, we're strike, a full Russian tracksuit. I strike suit. that comment from the record. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. Um, the, like, just like the kind of the full jogger suit. I think it just, it's very, um, mm-hmm. it's just Slavic in a way that is just not flattering on most American men, I think. Yeah. I feel like straight guys don't have to do a ton. I think the no. shoe is a good point. The shoe has to matter. And it True. doesn't have to Won't be do a too, shoe. like, I feel, like, like I said before, like, I feel like some cool old, like, vintage style Converse can be cool. That's not, like, trying too hard. Yeah. If you want to step well, it up and mm. do, like, a really nice, like leather shoe make sure it's not like a chelsea boot with like the stretchy i hate the stretch oh no i hate the yeah. stretchy i hate the stretchy it's so, chelsea it's yeah. so like 2014 but like in the worst of ways and i feel yeah. like that's yes. all gonna come mm. back soon but like that better s- stay gone mm-hmm. exactly yes. yeah, yeah. it's like how the the main character in gone girl was always dressing <laughs> it's like you're so fucking annoying for wearing that oh my God. <laughs> so goddamn annoying <laughs> i just the skinny tie chelsea boot thing is never never a moment for me yeah anything that makes you look like you're really giving a shit i think is really what needs to be worn out yeah i also just think like most people who aren't californian or like from a place that values that kind of like digging through like thrift stores to like find anything that's like even vaguely wearable i think most people should probably just let their girlfriends dress them yeah, yeah. for sure Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel, yeah, that happens. I feel like Western, yeah. like I, my boyfriend has like a lot of like vintagey Western looking things, if that like makes sense. Like he loves like old, yeah. like punk rock belts. He like loves punk music. So he'll wear like a cool, like old leather jacket. If you're going to do like a leather jacket, it has to like actually be old and vintage, not like the disgusting ones that like people find like <laughs> that are new. Like hard and pleather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or like the mm-hmm. leather. Oh my gosh. I had a trainer once who... I don't know why he was showing me this, but he was like, oh yeah, like I just got this new jacket, like, uh, and like I got some headshots for my website. And it was like a leather oh bomber jacket that like, I swear to God, Ooh. like it was the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And he was so proud. I was like, no, no not a new leather bomber jacket. Oh my God. No. You were like, oh my God, a leather bomber jacket's so cute. <laughs> and then you turned around. <laughs> that is the fugliest fucking like, jacket. Sir, I'm just trying life. to exercise, please. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like anything that's new leather just looks like it's from Target. Like, yeah, there's no way to not make it look like you know how everything at Target is rock hard, <laughs> including me. <laughs> it's just very like no pliability whatsoever. Yeah, no, it's very that. Oh my god, it's very very fucking that. Oh, I, I think Target clothes are underrated. They got some good brands. Bitch, oh I will say, I will say a good coat changes an outfit. A good coat, like a sure. good leather jacket, oh, a good outerwear. The right is coat. really important. Yes. Yeah. 
a fucking sexy again, windbreaker. I feel like I have no, like, I always am caught looking like shit at every function, so I have no, like, jurisdiction over, like, <laughs> You're telling fashion. Me. Tell me about it. But yeah. I feel like men's fashion is always a free-for-all, which is because I feel like they always end up looking, like, I feel like the majority of men dress really bad. So like, That's true. Because, like, they don't care. Because yeah. they don't give a shit, and it's kind of their job. Yeah, and sometimes when they don't care so much, you can, like, sense that, and you're like, wow, that's, like, yeah. kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, do you have, like, a bunch of stuff all over your table at home? <laughs> <laughs> just I'm like, wanna... are those cargo shorts? Yeah. <laughs> do you have, like, can we run into your place and grab, like, a monster? <laughs> yes, it's very that's bad. Where, like, they care so little about fashion and their outward appearance right. that it's almost like, wow, I, that's, that's yeah. a great thing for you. I want straight men to look like they live in squalor. Yes. Yeah. Just complete pigsty hell. Because that's where I want them to be sprung from. Everywhere. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Dirty. Like toilet paper rolls all up in the bathroom. Uh huh. Yeah. I think it's unacceptable for men to wear earrings. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. I, love that. <laughs> I was thinking about not all see. earrings. Yeah. And not all men. If you're gay, go for it. Yeah. But like, I every single person who i've ever met that is a straight man that's wearing like a diamond stud has made me want to kill myself yeah there's a okay my boyfriend wears a like very small single gold hoop only on one ear which take her leave. did he get it on vacation with his male friends maybe <laughs> maybe. maybe realizing things uh-huh. and realizing a lot right now yeah, yeah. you're like i'm I'm like, are we hearing ourselves? Yeah, it's, it's all making about, like, sense. Men in their dirty apartments, and I'm like, this is all really clean and yeah. not for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your, your boyfriend joins the call. It's an intervention. Yeah, oh he's in the God. other room. What the fuck did you say about my fucking earring? <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dumb. But yeah, no, the diamond, yeah. a diamond stud is pretty heinous. It's pretty sickening. But pretty I love sickening. like the Latino diamond because I've debated getting this recently. One like, Latino diamond. All day. Like a yeah. true, like, Mexican with a diamond earring. For sure. Good. Yeah. But that's true. That like, pass. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like white men just, like, would look a, very goofy. Like, very, like, ugly yeah. with that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> very goofy and very goofy. Ugly. Yeah, goofy goober. Yeah. Not, not feeling her. Yeah. Um, any other any other suggestions for the men at home? All the four straight men who listen to this show? That's not true. We have a couple of straight guys. Uh, our straight friend texted me yesterday, again, referencing a, a lyric or something into our one of our episodes, and I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, our no. straight friends listen. Yeah, well, if you're listening, yeah. they should. Welcome. Honestly, yeah. my only thing, I have tried to, like, plead this with my boyfriend especially, I hate when straight men wear, like, band shirts. I think that's very corny. Band shirts? Band shirts. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, that's corny. Brutal. It's mm-hmm. okay for anyone else, but, like, straight men that are, like, wearing, like, whatever dumb band that they think, like, makes them cool to, like, wear, like, I hate that. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. essentially no, no band that's acceptable. Here's what's okay. No. When a straight man wears, like, a Nicki Minaj tee... <laughs> a one. <laughs> Or not even Nicki Minaj, but like, you know, like if it's like a Britney tee or it's like just some like kind of like hot girl, but it's like one single yeah, like hot girl. Vintage Britney Spears t-shirt. That honestly would be sure. so hot. That would make me strike up a conversation with a man far, For sure. far That's hot. immediately. Yeah, if it was just like, I'm talking like. That's like a unicorn. I'm talking Nicki Minaj squatting with the lollipop. When has a straight man ever, like, I think it exists. I Does think it these exist? people are out there. Yeah. It's kind of like unicorn. indie sleeve I, style. <laughs> right um what i do have to say is wife beaters have you ever i've never worn a wife beater yeah again this feeds into the dirtiness (laughs) yes (laughs) just the filth the filth and disgust of yeah yeah, i don't think i'd ever date someone who effectively wears like wife beaters i own a few Mm -hmm. um 
they make me feel awful and like I'm being like I'm like a sausage being squeezed into a tube. It just makes me feel really awful and that's just really. I, that's why I'm with all my shirts. <laughs> exactly. I try not to wear things that accentuate my breasts. Yeah. Um. But you know, <laughs> but we can't win them all. <laughs> we all can't be perfect. Sometimes yeah. a girl's gotta have an undershirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Or just like or just like a loose wife beater and that's it and like jeans. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like wow. don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what <happened>. oh <laughs> don't stop. stop you're getting too close yeah, yeah no that's what it gives <laughs> me to my boyfriend who like works at urban outfitters <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Um, did we okay. ever talk about what gay guys should and wear? then gay people what's gay the worst guys? thing you've ever seen a gay guy wear <laughs> nothing I mean, hard <laughs> i'm looking at it oh right exactly we got two examples right here my yeah. you don't like my spirit halloween tea i love your spirit halloween tea i wear it every day we were just talking about doja I cat i got this that. yes it's yeah that's cool i went for a halloween costume and then i left with just and then you left with a halloween like spirit shirt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i anyway. left with a lot of brand loyalty yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was scary yeah but you yeah. have the doja cat hoodie which you uh, mm-hmm. they told you was banned from work yes mm-hmm. you can see her nipples Oh, the back part. Oh, Should see, I do a full I turn? It was just like it's like plain, like a plain yeah. hoodie with. It's Doja Cat, and then oh it's God. like the Amala album cover on the back, where she's wearing that it. kind of like beaded bra. Oh, yes, and you got banned. So like her tits are out. Mm-hmm. And but you it's do, Doja Cat. It's a little. It's a. Mm-hmm. It's a bit nipply. It's a bit nipply. Where, where do you nipply. work? Yeah. Where do you? Or I guess, can you say that? Where you work? I am a market research interviewer, and I like work with people like in person every day now. I used to be a project manager. Fucking hated it. Um, but yeah, no, I like just cannot wear the boobies. Like, no, 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 no titty liciousness at work. It's no, I don't really wear gay clothes at work. To no, be I, I used to. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a gay person. <laughs> yes, it's just true about me. I wish things were different. <laughs> um, I had like, I've, I've gone through obviously a lot of really horrible phases. Like, I've owned a lot of really awful shit. I used to have a Nicki Minaj shirt. You did have a Nicki Minaj shirt. Mm-hmm. I did too. Yes. Did mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I gave it to you. Do you remember? Back in when we were 15, <laughs> this donation I made to you? It was from Marshalls. Oh, wow. I think so, Great yes. Mind. I know. <laughs> there was a, there was a, I was like, you're kidding. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, you can find anything at Marshalls. It's true. Yeah. Um, I feel like gay guys often, when they're younger, go through that, like, um, very brightly colored chino pants phase. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Where it's like a like a solid blue chino, like mm-hmm. a <laughs> royal blue. Yes. Fucking ugly as hell. Mm-hmm. Please kill me. I had like red jeans, like a, red. Yeah, like red pants. Like you sh- like. There's no reason for anyone to be wearing like mauve as a man. Yes. <laughs> and and I was so inspired by the stupid like galaxy tumbler stuff. I had a sweater Whoa. that was the American flag oh. but in galaxy print. I used to and have that a, was like Yeah. I had galaxy yeah. leggings in high school and I was like very overweight. Like sh- it would be shocking. I feel like if people knew <laughs> and I would like I would wear they were like a really thin material so you could really just see everything and like I was just mm-hmm. like walking to class like fupa full display in awesome. galaxy yep. print mm-hmm. leggings with like an upside down <laughs> cross like studded sweater and i had purple hair and braces Hot. it was terrible yeah yes oh, that, that but that God. was the aesthetic that was the look i Hot. was the person that i hate yeah. now <laughs> like yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I would have walked the mile with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so fucking dumb oh, no but God. that's what i wore yeah mm-hmm. yeah guys always used to wear those giant um wristbands silicone wristbands that were huge 
Yes. Giant, really. I mean, it wasn't just gay guys, but those now so I find popular. that when adult gay guys wear those, you don't have to comment on this, but it makes me think they have AIDS. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just not. It just makes me feel not good. Anyway. <laughs> Um, slamming the HR button. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else horrible you've ever seen on a gay? Any anytime a gay guy, like especially like at Pride, when they try to get away with quote unquote wearing clothes and it's like a bandana and that's it. Uh-huh. Like covering oh, the balls. The, oh. oh my god, the viral. Do you know what I'm referencing? The guy that tied his dick with a bandana to his leg. <laughs> First of all, and was like, Happy Pride. That, that can't be comfortable. Like, how do you walk no. with that? How is it sitting there? It, like, hello? It literally had to have had been just that picture. I can't <laughs> imagine. I mean, yes. It did, that did not survive a walk. And then nude the rest of Pride. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> crazy. I remember that like whole like viral tweet where he's like, if you have a problem with me tying to my, my dick to my leg with a bandana, <laughs> don't come to Pride. This is for me, yeah, not yeah. you. Yeah, I'm like, not you and your like, kids. He's like, this isn't for children. This isn't for your children. You're straight. If I want to suck dick in a garbage can, <laughs> I'm going to fucking do it. It's so gross. So that's why I don't like, like gay people that wear What? Mad. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah. They're like, no one's telling you you can't. We promise. We promise. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah. So it's, no. it's when gay guys wear that. I just know that that's what they're going to say. So that's why I don't trust it. Any guys who any gay guys who wear fetish gear over normal clothes, I find that they love to do this at concerts, uh. <laughs> such as a Slater show. This is what I've seen this year, <laughs> where it'll be like a, a man's outfit. Yes. And then a fucking harness, <laughs> a harness over their whole yeah. chest, like, <laughs> or like weird, like just weird, like chaps. I'm like imagining leather like, chaps. I'm imagining like the worst combination, like a Zelda T-shirt and then like a harness over it. <laughs> it's a big Yoshi egg. <laughs> yeah, like I hate that shit. Yeah, fetish gear over normal clothes. Fetish Stop gear it. in general. Like, we get it. We get You're it. gay. We get it. We get it. You <laughs> didn't need. You didn't need the spikes in the leather girl. I oh feel like God. it doesn't add like the little like judge to an outfit people think for sure people are no. like people, well, are people like, think it's like scary or like dangerous yeah or like just a little pop of something like yeah. crazy edgy yeah. crazy <laughs> it's like did i make you think of fucking did i make you think of fucking just now <laughs> it's a harness we've seen it yeah okay sis it's boring oh, no. yeah i don't fucking know whatever gay guys shouldn't really wear anything <laughs> That isn't just what we just talked about before. Jeans jeans and a shirt. I I love the juxtaposition of like, a a straight guy needs to wear a nice shoe. And gay guys, throw away the fucking dick bandanas. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, if your outfit involves manipulating your genitals at all, (laughs) I really beg you to reconsider. (laughs) Yeah, that's, yeah. I think we I think we solved the case for straight guys and I think we did too. I think this is a really productive conversation. Oh my god, I love yeah. it. My manager's gonna call me when this comes out and be like, what 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 happened? Yeah. Like, what did you guys <laughs> Yeah, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> did he have you at gunpoint? Oh yeah. We're like Slater, say it, leave your dick alone. <laughs> so stupid. Say you love the dick bandana. Say you love it. Yes, say you yeah. love the dick bandana. You have to make a statement yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, is the dick I bandana. love the dick bandana. In fact, I think it stands for pride. Yeah. Is the dick bandana man in the room with us right now <laughs> i hope not I hope not he's right behind you he's breathing down my neck hot okay well listen folks we're at a fucking tight hour and at 23 damn work uh, i think that was a really productive hour and 25 minutes that, I was, think. that was a fun one that, that was, was a great. pleasure yeah. 
<laughs> Slater, I can't thank you enough for thank joining you. us so much this in the so Thought fun. Topics Lounge. This is everything we dreamed and more. Mm-hmm. Thank Truly. you so Absolutely. much. Thank you for having me. Don't worry, I'll cut out all the jokes I made that are bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is self-censoring. So much fun, honestly, if when I come to Chicago, we must, must, must meet up. Must. Yes, definitely. 100% down. We will show you all of the great places Yeah, in we're going to come up with a real fun day for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love it. Okay, send we'll me work. the itinerary. Yes, exactly. We're going to have a oh breakdown God. hour by hour. I'm going to send you yes. a pamphlet. Yeah. A trifold pamphlet. <laughs> yes, anything after 8 o'clock is just blurred out. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... <laughs> Margarita Truly, 8.30 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Nine hours of block time. Nine hours of block time. <laughs> okay, well, listen. Thank you for joining us. Thank this you. is truly a revolutionary episode. What a blessing to mm-hmm. have you in our in our in our stew in the booth with us. <laughs> and it's been a lovely, lovely time. Thank you. Thank you. Mean it. All right, girls. That's it. Bye. Bye.